Unfortunately, our sound was a little warbly for the first minute or so of this episode. But stick with it. It gets better and uh, doesn't come back. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the 51st episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I am an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, write about, read about, teach about, <laughs> among Everything other about. things. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Video games, video games, video games. And I am joined today, as in every podcast day, by my two co-hosts, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. Ladies. What's up? Hello. <laughs> so my name is Alex Lane. I'm a PhD candidate at Purdue University, and I have a crazy story to tell you guys today. So um, my brother is a high school hockey coach and in uh, Minnesota, and uh, one of the kids on his team, um, it was his last game. He was a senior, um, and he didn't get to start the goalie. He didn't get to start all of them, right? There was a sophomore that was better than him. Uh, scores two to one this was today I think and puts it on flicks off the whole stadium and skates off no way so it has like has like half million views on some of the uh, some of the big news channels and stuff like that it's like this huge story isn't that crazy that is that's, pretty nuts. I don't know if that's awesome. Brothers team and everything, but that's kind of awesome. <laughs> it's definitely uh that was quite the move that kid made. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So there <laughs> that's that's very cool. A good way to start off. <laughs> I know. I just I just found out about that a little bit ago. I kept getting all these texts like, have you talked to your brother? Have you talked to your brother? Finally I'm like, what is going on? Wow. And we take hockey pretty seriously up there in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, we do it. We do in Michigan, too. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No joke. No. Not like in Indiana, where every sport is a joke except for football. Oh, I'm just kidding. Whatever. They don't even have a hockey <laughs> rink up here. That's the true. closest one is Indy. That's true. It's That's just disgusting. True. That disgusts me. Anywho, <laughs> has nothing to do with video games, but I do study video games. <laughs> and gender issues in the video industry um but that that's what was on my mind right now because i was just getting some messages about that so there you go you learn a little bit about me there yeah every podcast you a little more it's a, usually it's about scotch and bacon but today it's about my brother hockey and now hockey. all you need is bacon favorite scotch listen i think that is a fantastic idea i mean scotch is smoky in it right and there's all yeah. sorts of traditions about soaking meat and like braising it in alcohol, so why not? Why don't you invent that and then uh, make money off of it? I personally like super sugary and sour things when I'm drinking my scotch. There you it's go. So weird to me, because what is it? And it helps what me get faster. Sour Patch Kids and uh, and scotch, yeah, stuff like your. I know it's delicious. Nuts. I know. So do do caramelized bacon. How they do that? Yeah, they. One of my, one of my Cody, uh, Cody's wife makes, um, makes candy bacon. Yeah. So 
good. It's like baked with like brown sugar. Just it's like caked in brown sugar and then baked, so it's like super thick. Oh my god. See, I've never had this. We had a bacon and scotch themed for my birthday last year. It was a bacon and scotch themed party. So everyone bought brought a different tiny like little bottle of scotch, and then we did scotch tastings. Um, And then people brought um, all the food that people brought were different bacon things. I was there for that. Yeah, you were there for that. Amazing, wasn't it? You were too, Nicole. Yeah, I was just... Oh my God, you were. familiar. Yeah, I was there. Well, it's a good thing that I wasn't too drunk to remember. (laughs) I was going to say, as you can tell, Alex Lane was not drunk at all at that party. (laughs) We did scotch tasting because literally everyone bought you scotch. I know, everyone brought scotch. So we had like... Remember I messed my friend's table up? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Patty. (laughs) Oh my God. He's got to figure it out. Anywho, long Alex intro ever. <laughs> the more you know about Alex Lane. I know, right? <laughs> oh wow. Indeed. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not that exciting. Um <laughs> I just like to play video games and talk about video games and criticize video games. And also Nicole Marie, if I didn't say that already. Nicole Marie. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're our sound effects. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Yeah. Cool. Well, now that we're all properly introduced. Indeed. Now we'll go on to the fun part, uh, which is the usual that we do every week is, uh, or every other week. What you playing, what you reading, what you drinking. Ladies, what you playing? I put Nicole on the list first, so she would have to go first. (laughs) I I know, I noticed that, and I was like, oh, man. Dang you. Dang it. (laughs) All right. So, we'll... Let me say the two things that I played real quickly first, and then we'll dive into the other one. Um, So I have the Amazon App Store on my phone, because when you have it for Android, it gives you a free app every day. I know, I'm jealous. Yeah, and the thing is, though, is they're usually really crappy, but every now and again, like, I think it's better for parents than it is for someone like myself, because there's always fun little kids games that you would never pay for on there, because it's for your child. So that's cool. Um, I like the reasoning, because it's for your child. Because yeah, it's... <laughs> and they are worthless. You don't pay for it. You pay enough for your child. You don't need to pay for Fair enough. 99 cent apps every other day. Um... So, but I recently came upon this one. It's called Matchbox. And I was really hesitant to uh, download it at first because it didn't get very many reviews. But the reviews were because it was too difficult. Hmm. So I downloaded it thinking all like, yeah, I love a challenge and I like colors. Because it's basically this game where you have a strip of colors at the bottom of your screen. And then these blocks start to fall into your screen, kind of like Tetris, except they can fall in at any which way and you have no control over the way they fall. But you have to get, like, each block has a different pattern of the colors in it, and you have to hit those colors in order in order to remove the block from the screen. And it goes by so fast, and it's so difficult. And the thing is, is, like, you have to be not only paying attention to, like, what the pattern is specifically on one block, but you have to make sure that it's, like, one of the one of the other blocks you can eliminate that at the same time and it's it's crazy it's really crazy totally i mean my brain hurt after i was playing it for like 10 minutes nice but it's really cool it's a time it's one of those you know time killer games on your phone 
So I've been playing that because I'm determined to play it for more than 15 seconds at a time without my screen blowing up. <laughs> um, and then I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before. I think I did, but February is my month to find four games. I think this was something on Kotaku and one of my friends sent it to me on Facebook. Like, yeah, you talked about it last me. week a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I decided that I'm going to do Skyrim just because I'm so close to the end that I might as well just finish it. Like, I've already gone to the final battle. It's just a matter of I'm not strong enough to defeat anything in it. <laughs> so I decided since I'm so close, I'm going to start playing that again. So I have been playing it. And I've been playing all the the extra DLCs and stuff. But I think I've talked about the DLCs before, too. So I've been playing that. And then this weekend was like Dead Space 3 Fest for me. Um, I went and visited some friends. And we got uh, Dead Space 3 to play. And it is... I know a lot of people are complaining about it. And even Kotaku gave it a no rating. Like, it, should you play this? They said no. Ooh. Yeah, which is harsh. Um... And their reasoning for it was solid, and I understand why they said it. Um, so, okay, so basically, it is it is a Dead Space game. You still, like I said in the review that I put on the site, it's it's very, you know, scare tactics. Like, you, it builds up the, the suspense for you, and you know something's going to pop out of somewhere, but you're it's still going to scare the crap out of you when it happens kind of thing. Right. Which I enjoy a lot. I really like this kind of... I, I know Visceral doesn't say it's survival horror, but it is survival horror. Um, so I'm enjoying that aspect of it. I really like the storyline that they're continuing with it. But the thing is, and this is what Kotaku's big, big beef with it was, is you are literally chasing the same damn group of people the whole game. Oh, really? Like, yes. It is crazy. And it's so frustrating because... I don't think you would notice it if someone didn't point it out to you, but it's literally like, oh, well, these people came over and they were like, hey, uh, we found you. And now that we have you, let's go to this place. And then you start to go to that place and then something explodes and Isaac gets separated from them. And they're like, it's OK, we'll meet up with you there. I think that happened to be eight times in the first half hour of gameplay. Oh, that's annoying. That would yeah. drive me nuts. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, I don't know if it's something that I would necessarily catch on to right away if it wasn't so painfully pointed out to me. Yeah. But af after a while, after Isaac falling down from high distances like 8 billion times, you're like, come on. Like, I need to just stick with the group for some, like, tiny speck of time before I start getting distance from them again. So I haven't finished it yet, and I don't know when I'm going to be able to because hopefully before the end of February because that's on my list of four games to finish. But, I mean, other than that, I'm enjoying the gameplay. It didn't stop me from playing through it is the thing, but it was annoying. And I don't know if I could just persevere through it longer than most people, but so that's cool. The one disappointing, other disappointing thing is the, um, for PlayStation, I don't know if it's the same on the Xbox because I haven't picked it up for myself yet. Um, on PlayStation, the co-op is not couch co-op. Oh, really? No, it's, it has to be online. I don't know why they do that. That's so annoying. Because I thought they advertised it as drop-in, drop-out co-op, and usually that means couch co-op. Couch co-op, yeah. 
So, but it's not, it's not couch co-op. Well, you I was 100% couldn't get it, and I'm pretty sure I'm 100% not gonna now. Yeah, because Kotaku said that its redeeming quality was the, was the multiplayer, the co-op campaign, but you can't do it unless you're connected to the internet with someone else on another PlayStation. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Isn't that so disappointing? Hmm. So, and not not to bring them to the game, because I do still really love it, but those are two big bummers. Like, those are big bummers. Yeah, those are big ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are, those are deal-breaking bummers. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, so that's what I played this past ten days. I know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I guess it's my turn, since I seem to have been put... Next on the list. <laughs> and you guys can expect that the rest of the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when Alex Lane starts the show notes. I know. Like, we have to do it early tonight. I'll do the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll talk about what I've been playing. Um, I've been playing three things on iOS, right? And I've, two of them I think I've talked about before, so I'll just mention them and keep moving. Candy Crush which is the Bejeweled Clone. Uh, what level are you on now? Uh, 38. Did you get to the part where you have to have people unlock your levels? Yes. Okay. Um, Ruzzle, which is like Boggle, competitive Boggle. <laughs> um, and then I saw this game, um, people were talking about it like crazy on Facebook, like my Facebook friends, four picks, one word, Um where they show you four different pictures and they are all clues to what that one word is that they all have in common. And I was like, Oh, you know, that seems interesting. Great. Yeah, because I thought, fun. Well, I thought it was competitive. It's not, you don't play with anyone else. It What's just gives the point you point then. Yeah. It nothing. Um, and I have gone through 60 levels of it. Yeah, because, you know, I keep waiting for it to get hard or interesting or good. I've gone through 60 levels and not gotten one word wrong yet. <laughs> so it's too easy wow. on top of everything else. So That was like um, what Draw Something was. That's why I quit playing it. Yeah, but Draw Something could be difficult sometimes, especially if you if you paid for it and you got new words. Um, That's The true. free version was a little easy. That's true. Um, but I, I stopped playing Draw Something 2 after a little bit, too, because, you know, some of those games are just like, really, really, give me a challenge. Um, I finally found one person on Ruzzle that was, um, an anonymous, uh, an anonymous player or, you know, just a random player that has given me a run for my money, so I've actually lost a couple of games, because that was one of the things I was complaining about, was because I wasn't losing, um, and I like a challenge, um, otherwise I'll quit. Um, but I finally found um, a person in a random game that I've played like 20 games with now uh, because uh, she's giving me a run for my money. And hopefully that's the same reason she's playing me. Um, <laughs> either that or she's like, yeah, this is too easy. But it's not because, you know, we're probably 50-50 on, on, our, on our win loses uh, at the, at this point. That's awesome. Um Played some Nickelodeon dance. Why? Because Nickelodeon dance is just that. Um, and, you know, P will often turn back and say, let's dance. Um, so play some Nickelodeon dance. Also played some SingStar on the Wii U. Um, you still digging that? You know, it's it's actually kind of fun. Um, so, you know, and, you know, P still loves the James Brown and the, uh, and the Stalker song. 
Yeah. Talk. <laughs> I I'm love that a... that's its official name now. I know. It is now the officially the stalker song. Um, I have to figure it out because the game is supposed to have like 50 songs, but there's not 50 songs open yet. And I'm just trying to figure out at what point I unlock more songs or, you know, did they lie about there being 50 songs on there? So either way, I got to figure that out. Um, and I, you hear the knocking in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that I think is Nino Cooney, um, which I will tell you about after Alex goes and does hers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so I took up uh, Nicole's challenge of trying to finish four games. Yep. Um, so I started playing um, Kingdoms of Amalar, and I played, I don't know, I, I guess I could look on my Raptor, although I don't know if I want to, on how many hours of that I played this week. Yeah, I really it's sh- always disappointing? Well, it's like, I really should be working on my dissertation, <laughs> but um, whatever. Uh so it, for those of you who don't remember or weren't around or whatever, um, I uh, played a ton of Kingdoms of Amalar, um, got to the point where you go to that big city and then cross over the ocean, and beat the big master guy or whatever. So like really you're far into it. And then I lost my saves. This is a, this is a theme with me. Um, lost my saves and had to start all over again. So that was on the Xbox. So then I got it for the PC so I could play it on that. And I tried to replay it, and I put a few hours into it, but it was really annoying because I had just played it, like, in a 24-hour stretch. I had just gotten super far. Um, And so uh, I had given up on it. But I... um, But um, I I picked it back up. I gave it another shot. um, And I've put... I'm trying to look at my Raptor right now, but I can't find it now. I don't know. Stupid raptor. Yeah, Not keeping track know. of everything I do. <laughs> it looks it looks like 30 hours. Yep, 30 hours. That's and it's good. terrible. I use raptor. I cheat. I use raptor to keep track of what I played during the week. I don't think that's cheating. <laughs> oh, that's not cheating. But I need to rehook mine up so I can do that. Oh, God. It's so nice. I forget stuff constantly if I don't keep that on there. Yep. Yeah, good call. So, yeah. So, um, I, uh, I played, yeah, 30 hours of that this past 10 days, which is way too many. Sorry, dissertation advisor. Um, I'm, not listening. Just, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I know. I just love that game. I really do. It's so fun. I like the mechanics. I like the, um, the, the images and the graphics. And um, I mean, I, so I played 30 hours in whatever, 10 days, probably like five days. And, it hasn't really gotten annoying. You know, how there's fetch quests and there's this and that, but because they have like, uh, they have fetch quests and then they have side quests and then they have faction quests and then they have the main quests and they're all divided up. So the second that you get irritated with like doing the quests in a town, you just move on with the story. Like, I think that's just so smart to do. Um, and they replicate a lot of the uh, mechanics that I really like um, that make the, that make the game easier for me that you find in other games, especially like, wow, kind of like quest helper type stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm just digging it, having some fun, uh, trying to finish that this month in February. Um, I also p- started playing the, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, um, campaign, which you were right, Nicole is really fun and totally surprising. 
Yeah, isn't it crazy? It started see because I I wasn't gonna do it, but um I was sitting there playing Kingdoms of Amalur and my and Mike started playing the campaign because our internet went out. Mm-hmm. And I was like watching, and I was like, "Holy crap, that looks fun!" Yeah, it really <laughs> does look fun. So I haven't put a ton of time into it yet, but I'm gonna finish that in February, um, and then I'm gonna finish Walking Dead, obviously, um, which I still have whatever two two and a half episodes left, um, and then uh, I forgot what my fourth game I decided was. Oh God, we're sorry, we're boring you, Alex Lang. <laughs> oh shush. Well, I was boring myself, obviously, since I was the one talking. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the fourth one was. Eh, I'll think of it. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. It's pretty cool. awesome. Nino well, Cooney, Sam. I, I can go back and talk about Nino Cooney now that there's there's not a little one banging on my door. <laughs> I just God, she's she's hilarious. You know, because she's like. Mama's, Mama's on a phone call, so I'm just going to sit here and bang on the door. Um, okay, so I played Nino Cooney. Um, I had gone back and forth. It was, like I said, it, something I really wanted to play. I had played the 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 demo um, or the two sections of the demo, um, and it, I didn't think it gave me a good kind of overall view of the game. So, and... I bought the game digital distribution, so I downloaded it from PlayStation Network, right? Downloaded it from PlayStation Network, installed it, started it. This game has not been installed correctly. Okay. Uninstall, <laughs> redownload, install, start. This game has not been installed correctly. Oh. What? I go through this like three or four times until I go, you know what? This is really stupid because I'm expecting things to change and clearly they're not. So I go online and I look and it, and apparently what has ha- what's happening is that with um, the digital distribution, it's download- downloading this um, like 5,000 megabyte file um, but it's not the full game. There's supposed to be two files that download one that's like 5,000 megabytes and one that's 16 gigs. And for some strange reason, kind of rate it's only like randomly and intermittently does it properly download when you click on it. Cause there's like hundreds and thousands of people screaming on the PlayStation Network forums about wanting their money back. They're going to sue Sony. Because, oh, wow. oh, my gosh. And, you know, and Sony's basically like, yeah, screw you. And the horse you rode in on who cares if your game doesn't work kind of oh. thing. So they're not happy at all. What so, is up with Sony? And it's, it takes days. So I'm like, so like for like two or three days, I'm just trying to download the damn game. And hopefully the one time I click on it, it will give me both. So like three or four days in, I click on it and it and it shows two files downloading. And I'm like, yes. And because I've been doing the same thing for three days, I hit cancel. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> after I sit there for another hour doing it over and over and over again, I finally get both files to download. I would lose my mind. I was ready to. I was ready. You know, it's stuff like that that's really making them fall behind as far as, like, people wanting to play on their systems anymore. I mean, yeah. come on. They, I mean, for one, they didn't give... Who can't get a freaking... digital download right? 
Exactly. <laughs> you can't even provide DLC for over a year for a game that people love and like specifically put pick to put on your system, like to play on your system because of the, you know, the system's capabilities versus the Xbox. Like Skyrim just got its DLC. Like what? This week? Next week? Yeah, the game's been out like two years now. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh my gosh. That is blowing my mind. Yeah, and they together. used to be they used to be the people who people went to and they were like, they're ahead of the game. They're ahead of the game. You can't get a digital download right? Holy cow. Yeah. Yep. How this isn't even happening to me and I'm ready to rip my hair out. <laughs> so, oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. And um, so finally I got it to install. And I started to play it. And I played several hours of it at this point. I've been trying to play the game all week. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been able to play a couple days, um, and it it's b- absolutely beautiful. It is stunning. Um, it is that when I was a kid, this is how old I am, right? Back in the Stone Ages, when we all we had was a stick and a wheel to play with. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my and that's all I had. When we have video, I always wanted a video game that looked like a cartoon. Right, mm-hmm. excuse me, and looked like a cartoon not only during the cutscenes, but for the entire game. Right, like All a Mario playing. No, not like a Mario, but actually looked like a cartoon, like watching a cartoon on TV. Mario doesn't look like a cartoon on TV. Cell shaded games don't look like cartoons on TV. They don't move the same way. Do you understand what I mean? They don't have that fluidity. Yeah, of I do get what you're saying. They're a little jerkier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Nino Cooney does. It looks like you're playing an anime. It is and it, it it's it's Studio Ghibli. Come on. It's absolutely beautiful. Um and I am I'm I'm really liking it. Like I I like turn-based games. Me too. Right? Um and the story is the story is, is very is very cute. And like I said, I I spoiled a little bit love it last time. But it's not really a spoiler because it happens at the very beginning. But, you know, because his his mother dies um, at the beginning. Um, and but it turns out that there may be a way to bring her back. Um, so which is why he goes into this alternate universe in the first place to fight the big bad evil. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that, um, because I don't want to spoil the narrative for folks. Because that, that's the, one of the biggest things about the game is the narrative. So not only is it beautiful, but it's got a cute story. Um, one of the things that was most shocking, because I really didn't notice it when I was playing the demo, because it was during, it was all battle scenes, so it was just like mostly battle call kind of things, is that um, his little his his kind of partner in crime, his sidekick has this like Welsh accent, which you notice in the, in the demo, but the story takes place initially kind of in small Midwestern America. Really? Yeah. So, so, you know, that's cool. It feels like, you know, main street, Indiana is kind of what it feels like, like some of the smaller towns around here. Um, and he's got kind of this Midwestern slash slightly Southern drawl. But the interesting part is, is his mother's a musician and she's British. So she has a very kind of heavy British accent. This game sounds crazy. 
it's yeah. <laughs> it's a cute game. It's awesome. The gameplay's good. So I mean, like I said, I'm only you know I'm only four, five, six hours in. You know, because it took me a you know a week to get it freaking downloaded. Um, but it's a it's been a lot of fun so far. And since I've had so much coffee today, I'm probably gonna be playing it half the night. <laughs> that and the fact that I'm actually starting to feel crappy again. Um, Don't say that. I know. Oh I, no, you're not getting sick. You were razzing me for being patient zero. You, if you get sick again, you're gonna have been sicker than I am. Um. <laughs> so Nino Cooney, yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. <clears throat> I'm really enjoying it, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. So jealous of your ability to even play it. Because <laughs> you have no Xbox. I mean, no, no PS3. No PS3. It's probably best in the long run for you, though. Probably. Which is lame. You can borrow mine. Mine's just an overpriced Netflix player. (laughs) I think that's what my iPad is. And it costs probably three times as much as your PS3 did. Yeah, my iPad. uh... How expensive was your iPad? Uh, I got the 64 gig one. (laughs) So a lot. (laughs) I was gonna say, yeah. So it was probably about six hundred bucks, huh? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is what I primarily use my iPad for too. Yeah. How do you di- see? I use mine. Well, I use it too for Netflix. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I mean, I play games on it. That's that's my only access to iOS games, which is nice. I like it for, um, I have a really good PDF annotator on it. So I, when I read PDFs, I read it on there. Yeah. I read a lot of um, electronic books on there, too. Yeah, see, I like yeah, I, on Kindle a little bit more or on my MacBook. Well, see, I, I read in bed and I, I can't, unlike you, I can't lay in bed with a computer sitting on my chest. That's what I'm doing right now. I know. <laughs> yeah. And knitting. <laughs> and knitting. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Sam taught me how to knit yesterday. That's wonderful. Or two days ago or whenever it was. So now she doesn't want to stop, apparently. I got like I got like a good four inches on this uh, scarf here. <laughs> my arms are sore, though. I'm making video game themed fingerless mitts. And that I saw and, the pictures. And she, wants, and she wants to learn how to make those, which is the only reason... Cause I she asked because I told her I was I told her I wouldn't make them for her. It's a hundred percent the only reason. <laughs> so that's why she's learning to knit now. And well, now I want to make. There's this Pac-Man scarf that's pretty cool. That would be cool. Making nerdy things while knitting is probably the greatest thing that knitting was invented for. I completely agree. Did you see that uh, Nintendo uh, Kleenex box? Mm-hmm. That thing is hilarious. We make that for my brother for his birthday. Oh my god, you're a knitter now. Well, how's it, how's you should, it feel? You should. Well, I don't know. I don't really know. You should see the <laughs> edges of the scarf. They are hilarious. Hey, there's oh, nothing wrong with being god. a knitter. Oh, I agree. I I did a stint of knitting in like high school. Oh, that sounds weird. But yeah. I did. I was sitting there yesterday, like eating some Fig Newtons and drinking some seltzer water and knitting. Mike's like, what? How old are you? Shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. (laughs) 
Oh my god, we are so good at going on tangents this episode. Well, I don't think, it's not going to be a super long one, I imagine. That's true, that's true, our so issue is Tangent it up. Tangent it up. <laughs> so, oh my uh, god, I just realized I'm first on the what we read, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that gave me joy, though. <laughs> so now you get to tell us what you read. Oh, man. Okay. Well, first of all, have I... See, now my brain doesn't work. Have I talked about my little app that I have on my phone called Appy Gamer? No. No. Okay, so it's an app. I don't know if it's Android only. This isn't something I've delved far enough to figure out. Um, But it's called Appy Gamer. A-P-P-Y Gamer. And it basically allows you to take all of your favorite, like, gaming news sites and compile them into one app. And then it gives you breaking news alerts when really big things happen. Nice. It's awesome because I basically stay up to date on every possible blog that I read because I can tell it which ones to follow. So it's really, really cool. Um, And you can follow based on, like, system, um, based on the type of games that you like. It's it's really cool. So that's something people should check out because I'm always reading my blogs and that's that's how I keep up to date on them now that I work 9 to 5 every day and I can't be on my laptop just randomly checking. I don't I don't think video game uh sites are kosher for the work internet. Oh, sure. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I'm doing. And then um I put this on here, and I don't know if it should go under what I'm reading, but I spent a big chunk of time applying for my press badge for C2E2 this year, and I got the email today saying that I got it. Yeah. Yay! And I'm bringing my friend who's a photographer with me, and he's going to take really awesome professional pictures of, I don't know. Are you going to cosplay? I'm not going to cosplay. I haven't decided I really want to, but I'm probably not going to, because let's face it, I don't have the cojones to do so. (laughs) But Boo. I'm at... Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I could try. We'll see what happens between now and then. I could buy a costume. All right, I'm downloading Appy Gamer on my iPhone. Yeah, so am I. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. But yeah, so that is something that um, I'm really excited for for our site because I'm going to cover cosplay and I'm hoping to uh, interview some people. Yay. So somehow that tied into me reading things. I think that's fair enough. I think so too. Um, Well, I guess since Alex did this, I am uh, going next. Because Alex did this. Um, I, let's see, because like I said, I'm teaching a gender and technology class. So there's a lot of stuff I'm reading in class. Um, pertains to what we do but I'm not gonna really talk about that stuff because you know I don't wanna I am reading (laughs) um a book um on games uh just because well never just because it's always research it's um Christopher Paul's book um Christopher A. Paul Christopher A. Paul yes Wordplay and the Discourse of Video Games. Um, And he is talking about how um, rhetoric and game studies um, come together to form this new, well, this this rhetorically based 
game theory, um, which is pretty interesting. So even kind of early on, he goes on, he talks about folks that are doing rhetoric and game studies, or at least think that they are. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. It is that. And he talks about the limitations that he sees in the way that rhetoric and game studies is has been done is being done and talks about um you know kind of how that um how that changes for him and I you know actually I now that I think about it I was reading this book when we um when we recorded last time because that was only ten days ago and because I'm teaching a grad course I'm also reading for that rereading for that course at the same time so I'm uh, reading um a lot right now but. Um, I've gotten farther into the Paul and it's actually, it's pretty good because like I said, it, he is pretty honest in talking about limitations that he sees in other people's work. Um, well, of course, you know, he, I guess all scholars are that way. They all think that they're right. Otherwise we wouldn't be writing if we didn't think that we had the answer to everything. Um, but of course there's always a way to, to do that where you don't um, sound pompous or pretentious. It's so funny. I just got a lecture from Pat today about the point of publishing. And she was saying that what drives her to publish is being able to enter. She pictures it as entering into a conversation. conversation. Yeah. And, uh, and it, you never want to be right, but you want to enter into the conversation and sort of have a snapshot of what you thought at that moment and why. Right. So that you can, you know, as I said, you want to, you want to be able to talk about what you, well, you, you don't want to, you want to be right. You don't want to be wrong, but you don't want to sound pompous or pretentious. You don't want to say that I am the sole answer. You want to say, here's something else we might want to consider. I mean, you want to be right in what you're putting out there, but you don't want to be, you don't want to posit yourself as the authority. Yeah. 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 You want to expand the conversation to where you think it's important. Right. So, yeah, and I think he he kind of straddles that line, um, you know, even though he he accuses some folks of being pretentious and pompous, um, he kind of straddles that line himself. But he adds some interesting things to the conversation, even if that is not what he is intentionally doing. Well, it's hard, too, because, like, the people that are invoked so much in work like his are just so pompous and assholey it's hard to even talk about them without something that's like an ass pompous and assholey. <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny you know what i mean though oh yeah i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean right so even if he was fine just based on who he's referencing he has a particular ethos already it's a vicious cycle it is it is a vicious cycle that will only be ended by people like us we're the best the best. <laughs> not pompous or asshole. Not pompous or asshole at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! See, see what I did there. Hilarious. All right. Anything is that my turn? I didn't read. Yep, because that, that's all. Well, I, I read plenty, but has nothing to do with anything that we would talk about. So exciting. I'm working on my literature review for my dissertation right now. So I'm reading right now. I'm reading all sorts of crazy ass methodology stuff. So methodology is good super good but boring for people invigorating Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what we've been reading what you drinking lady (laughs) 
seltzer water. Oh, you know what I did though? I went earlier and got a growler of Amazon Princess. Mm-hmm. So I had a I had a, a small glass of that, but now I'm drinking seltzer water. Gotta hydrate. hydrate. After your small glass of. After all the beef jerky and peanuts I had for lunch. Oh yeah, I would be drinking water as well. That's been her. That's been her lunch a couple times in the last week. I really like beef jerky. Sadness. I apologize for not. Hey, listen, Mrs. For dinner, I had pizza rolls covered in salsa. I don't think that'll judge me. <laughs> oh shoot! You were set. You set yourself up for that. You one, can't Sam. prove that's what I had. <laughs> listen, oh, I've been recording God. since you got on. So <laughs> where's your evidence? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a glass of Riesling. So, oh, Riesling. Ooh, there's that. And my, I, I keep my pinky up when I drink. I bet you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have my mustache and my top hat on as well. You gotta, you gotta hold it by the stem, otherwise you'll warm the wine. That's. <laughs> what if you drink it out of a red solo cup? I'm just awesome all around, and it is definitely a little Dixie cup. That's amazing. <laughs> you just got awesome. Sure. Oh my god. Yep. Are you drinking salsa, Sam, or ranch dressing? I don't even play about ranch dressing. Don't even play. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, this is I'll, getting silly. I'll cuss you. Uh, <laughs> Did you say cut or cuss? I said cuss. Good. I am drinking, it's really sad, I've had so much coffee today, I should be ashamed of myself, um, but I am drinking, I'm never going to sleep tonight, um, iced coffee. Don't ask me why. Why are you? Yeah, I was just saying, what, what time feeling, is it? Well, I had, one, I only had like two and a half hours of sleep last night. Um, and two, I'm not feeling very well, so I'm just kind of generally lethargic. No, 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 what? no. The logical answer to I didn't sleep very much last night isn't drinking a coffee at 9.30. <laughs> also, the logical answer to I'm not feeling well is not to put coffee in your stomach. To have something like orange juice or milk. Not coffee. You're you're talking to Sam here, and coffee is literally what her blood is at this point. It's not blood anymore. It's just caffeine and coffee. Oh, no, that need, that's like me saying, like, oh, I was really warm, so I put it on a sweater. Like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I will not. You can't, you can't do anything. I'm all the way over here. Oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. This is too funny. Well, I'm anyway. sorry. Continue. I recognize that yeah. I probably had too much coffee today because on my way home, um, I had I stopped at Starbucks and got like a large cup of coffee and I drank that. And then I sat at home for about an hour or so and then I had to go back out and get pee and go to Target. And so when I went to Target, I got the Trenta iced coffee. Samantha. Yes. No. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm embarrassed that I had a French press at like 5:30, but that's way worse. You're way worse. Nah. But that's what I've been doing. That's what I'm drinking, and I'm not ashamed. Fair enough. No shame. None. 
I apologize for nothing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. All so right. that's the that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next is news. All the news that's fit to print. Yeah. Let <laughs> me <laughs> just contribute there. Um. Okay. So I have a couple crazy things on here. Well, one that's really crazy. One that's like kind of crazy. And the other thing that we already knew. Okay. So first crazy item that's up is I don't know if we've talked about this as us being excited for it, but aliens, colonial marines, have have either of us talked about being excited for that? We haven't, but I am very excited for it. Okay, we'll stop being excited for it because every critic out there says don't play it. No, I just read one today that was really good. There's like been two I think officially Although I think it was on their website now that I think about it. Two <laughs> positive there's been two positive reviews of it, and they said that all of the good reviews of it so far have been that the multiplayer is phenomenal, but the campaign is literally just the mo- most, like, craptastic thing in the entire world. I mean, this Kotaku article is called, Most Reviewers Agree That You Should Avoid Aliens, Colonial Marines, Like the Plague. Aww. Aww. Isn't that so, I mean, it looked really good. And I swear to God, we've had people reserving this game for like five years. I haven't even worked at GameStop that long. Wow. That sucks for them. Yeah, it's, it's, the reviews are in and they're bad. That's like how I felt when Duke Nukem got bad reviews. I was shocked. Oh my God. Yeah, but that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, after I started to agree with you, I was like, what the hell is she saying? Yeah, Um, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, wait, that's not what I thought you said. Hold on. <laughs> like, that's not right. There's no way you're excited for that game. Um, I was in GameStop the other day, and they had Duke Nukem for, like, $4.99. I started to yeah, buy it and yeah. give it to somebody as a gag gift, but I just didn't give them my $5. I'm not even giving them $5. The hell with them. Well, that has to go to pay for all the strippers that they rented for their release party. Right, yeah. and that's why, that's why they didn't get my $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta pay the strippers five bucks. Minimum. I mean, really? I mean, even after that cut, they're getting like a dollar, maybe. Yeah. Crazy strippers. <laughs> strippers. Um. So okay. So sorry, listeners, if you're excited for that game, but don't spend your sixty dollars on it. Um. Well, maybe I- it'll get cheap really quick, and then we can play multiplayer together. Right. Hopefully, that's the. Hopefully, that's the plan. I mean, not the plan. I mean, I, I would like to see the game do well if it is good, but the reviews say it's not. So, hopefully, it gets cheap quick. Um, well, and you then, can always just what you do is you wait when it comes out. You wait like a week or two. It'll be in Redbox, so you can check it out in Redbox. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna say or GameFly it. Yeah, I no, would. I would drop my GameFly. Stupid piece of crap. <laughs> They're worthless. And they keep sending me these emails like, come back. Like, you have not answered a single one of my complaint emails. So, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back when you fix yourself. No. There jerk. you go. It's a bad relationship. Yeah. This scarf is awful. <laughs> it's not. Just uh, it. Okay. So, then maybe after this game comes out, um, if this Kickstarter gets funded, you'll be able to knit with your mind. So. There's a Kickstarter <laughs> called Throw Trucks With Your Mind. And the purpose of this game is exactly what the name of it is. 
apparently they're going to give you a normal controller to walk around and then you get to use your brain to manipulate other things in the game. And how do they propose to read your brainwaves? They say they have a NeuroSky MindWave headset. This is sounds like nonsense. And the crazy thing is, is the Kickstarter is <laughs> only three thousand dollars. Like they're only asking for forty thousand dollars. <clears throat> this is a scam. It's a scam. It's got to <laughs> be. Are people actually giving them money? Yeah, they're at ten thousand right now. I gotta look. Yeah. Throw trucks with your mind. Yeah. You have to watch the video um, because it, it, even one of the parts, it says, what is this trickery? The game works by doing a bunch of crazy math on your brainwaves to determine how calm and focused you are. These two conditions act as the scalers on your psychic powers. Want to throw a truck into that pompous jerk strafing around and in front of you? Just focus on it. The more focused you are, the harder you fling the truck and the more smooshy he ends up. That's nonsense. <laughs> There's no if they could do that, the technology be, would be being used for way different things, especially murdering people. That's, yeah, <laughs> in <That's>, the game. <laughs> no, not in the game. Like military technology. I'm not. I'm not kidding. For real. Oh my gosh. So, so here's the thing: is that what it is? Is that everybody thinks this shit is a joke, but and so they're backing it. You know, because they don't think it's going to make. But don't they realize that if enough idiots keep giving them their money, that it will make? And then they'll actually have to pay whatever they play. Yeah, they're going to take their money. I know. And, and that's why this is the greatest news item I think we've ever had. Because <laughs> it's just, there's too many amusing things going on for my life to handle. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Kickstarters, I might as well throw this one out there. Because... This is like one of my all-time favorite games. It was mm -hmm. The Longest Journey. Yeah. So there was just a review of that like last week. Yeah. Oh my god. That's one of my favorite favorite point and click adventure games. It's all it's always like available on good old games for like dirt treat dirt cheap. Um definitely if you have not played The Longest Journey, that is something you need to do before you die. And if this is February, finish a game month then damn it, The Longest Dirt Journey needs to be one of your four games. Um and then Dreamfall um, was the second in the series, um, which is really a good game as well, but not as good as The Longest Journey, in my opinion. Um, but the third installment, Dreamfall Chapters, and then the subtitle, The Longest Journey, is actually being kickstarted. Mm. That's um, awesome. That's yeah, like kickstarted. That came out in 1990, right? 1991? Oh, God, I can't remember. It's been like forever ago. I think it was 91. That's a long time. <laughs> For your third game to be coming out now, 20 years later. Well, see, and that's the thing is that it took forever for the second game to come out. Yeah. Um, but and then the the voice actress that did the that did the voice of April Ryan in the first two is coming back to do it in the third. That's the announcement that they made like today. Um, and they needed eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars to um to kickstart it. And after six days, they're already at $740,000. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's People like, love yeah. this game, man. Yeah. And, it, and the thing is, is it's got to be kickstarted because even though people love this game and are like thoroughly, clearly committed to this game, I mean, I mean, seriously, $800,000 almost, almost $800, in six days, people are committed yeah, to this game. Yeah, that's insane. Um, it's, it's, it's never gotten kind of the, the recognition that other... Triple A titles get 
Well, I, I, you know, I, call me a conspiracy theorist, but I think it's because it's always had female protagonists um, and portrayed like women and queer folks and, you know, and minorities in a positive light. Um, you know, Way I before hate to say time. that that's why it doesn't do, yeah. do well, but I mean. That's... I was going to say, that doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. That makes you telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In 1990, I don't think especially the video game world was too supportive of that kind of thing. So yeah, I don't think that's too crazy. Yeah. So yeah, you got 24 days to kickstart it. And I think, um, for like 25 bucks, you get, um, a free copy. Plus you get into the forums and all this other stuff. Um, that's the, the lowest level you can pledge and get a, and get a copy of the game. Um, once you go above that, you start getting all kinds of fun stuff too. Short story collections and soundtracks and so on and so forth. Um, I'm less worried about it now because like I said, sorry, at almost $800,000 after six days, I knew it was going to make, um, cause I really want this game. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I, inst- I installed the little, once, once I saw the Kickstarter and I, and I, and I kickstarted it. I reinstalled The Longest Journey on my computer, and I'm like, I'm gonna play this game. <laughs> I'm awful. starting from the beginning. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Longest Journey. Then I'm gonna play Dreamfall, and then I'm gonna sit and chew on my nails and wait for chapters to come out. That's funny. So check that out. Next time we podcast, you're gonna. That's gonna be on your what Sam played. What the Longest Journey? Oh yeah. Yes. Nice. Okay. So, um, speaking of Kickstarter. There's been a bunch of articles recently calling out Anita Sarkeesian for not having done anything with her Kickstarter money yet. Have you guys heard anything about that? I ha- I've seen a couple things on it. Um, but the thing is, is I thought she did a couple videos already. Am I wrong? Well, she had videos published before. Right. I thought that these were ones that she did with the money. Because I have been looking into it like sporadically because I know that it's been kind of a popular topic but yeah I've only been looking into it sporadically as well I don't remember seeing anything but you you could definitely could be right um I I don't think she's done any videos I think that she she did a TED talk oh Um, maybe that's what I'm thinking of yeah she did TED talk oh that might be what I'm thinking of you know where she talked to uh, okay I'm not gonna start on that yeah she did a TED talk probably a good idea yes she did a TED talk but she hasn't. She had no. She hasn't done any um any new any of the videos that she said she was going to do with the Kickstarter funds, and that's been almost a year. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of surprising because, I mean, you could look at us. We put out a podcast every two weeks. We don't have any money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and and we got jobs. We and we have yeah. full time jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Jobs and families and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Well, you know, she did post that thing back in August of uh, 2012 where um, she, you know, posted the picture of the research materials that she had purchased with the Kickstarter funds. So she's got like 200 games in front of her. Maybe she's playing. Maybe she thinks she needs to play through all those games. Okay, but 200 games is not the equivalent of the amount of money she got. Well, I didn't say it was. It was $158,922. Well, let's see. I would just like to see something. I'm I'm looking now, right? 
as of uh, January 29th, she posted on her Kickstarter page, good things take time, but we're almost there. Okay, so... Uh, so she, she's been doing updates, I guess, and saying she's doing stuff, but no, no videos have come out. Um, We're going to have to start tracking this. I'm curious now. Well, hopefully she's, you know, accurate and it will come out soon. Yeah. I'm trying to look at what, what date the Kickstarter ended. Um, June 16th, 2012. So, uh, okay, so it's eight months ago. Months. Yeah. About eight months ago. Yeah. months. Oh my god, that was eight months ago. That was eight months ago. Jesus. Okay. Well, we have to give her time. Yeah, that stuff takes a long time. Does she have another job? Do you know? I think so. Thing? For uh, for one hundred sixty thousand dollars, you would think that you know she could live off that if she was making videos. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she has another job. And I should be I should not be bitchy about it. What what I I just want her to come up with something I think good. She does. I think she's making her money by doing talks and stuff like that if I remember correctly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and she's got like, you know, a YouTube channel, so she's probably bringing in money with that. Yeah. And she's still taking donations. Right. On her website. Yeah, she lectures and presents at universities, conferences, and game development studios internationally. Don't we all? But I don't. I still got to work too. <laughs> I want to get to talk. Are you guys well, going to start sorry. me to I'm talk? Sorry. Support your fellow video game ladies, okay? I am. No judgment here. None. None. I would love to see something totally kick-ass come out of that project. She's Me had a too. lot of detractors. I really so do. I really do. I hope it does. Yep. I agree. I'm, I'm not being I'm not being snarky or funny or anything like that. I mean, I'm kind of bitchy because I'm tired and overcaffeinated. But no, I really do hope something good comes out of it because it's it's gonna look bad for women. It's gonna look bad for women in games if, all if over she does, the place yeah. if it doesn't. She she could easily tank it for the rest of us who really try for have tried for a long time to get some stuff going you know like her 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 whole other videos were not great that's why i concerned that's why i want something awesome to come out of it i'm just gonna sit here and drink my iced coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna sit here and drink my iced coffee maybe that's why it's taking so long there's lots of pressure that's true i'm that's sure true. i'm sure i mean you, you can you imagine can you imagine? Can you imagine what our podcast and our videos? How long it would take us to get shit out instead of just going, eh, it's all right, and putting it out? <laughs> well, yeah. If we were going oh action, if we were standing up for all of women in gaming, uh, we would be because we had started a shit storm for whatever reason. Nah, I I would do it the exact same way. <laughs> That's probably probably the smartest thing to do. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you just said that we're like, eh, whatever. Well, again, <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing like a conversation. We're not trying to be a definitive voice about anything. We're open oh, to conversation. Man. I agree. I agree. Uh, oh, my God. No, so... I don't seek to be a definitive voice, but, you know. Yeah. You can't. I mean, that, that assumes that there's some monolithic feminist experience 
you know, and there's not. So. There absolutely is not. That's right. Whoa. Okay. Clearly there is, and I'm the voice of all of it. <laughs> Besides Nicole, there's no monolithic voice. <laughs> Back to the news. I'm sorry. We totally tangented again. So we're gonna we're gonna kickstart Nicole now, and uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> get Nicole out of the bank. <laughs> yeah. To be into the industry. Oh my god. Is that a Kickstarter? Oh, should be. oh man. Okay. All right. So, All right. Next news item. <laughs> next and last news item is just because we're all excited for and following the whole next generation console releases coming out. Um, this little item here is a the chief financial financial officer over at EA, Blake Jorgensen. Um, has basically come out and said that he is, he doesn't believe it's unlikely that you're going to be able to have backwards compatibility on the new, like the next generation consoles, which is not surprising. That's, that's that doesn't dumb. surprise me at all. But for someone who works for a company that's developing games for these systems, it's basically a sure thing. I mean, I had hope because of the Wii U, because that continued backwards compatibility. Yeah. That's what but, I was, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <clears throat> yeah. I had hope, but it's been shot down. That's annoying. By EA, which makes sense. Well well, it's it's backwards compatible as you know, in terms of you can play Wii games, but you can't play GameCube games anymore. Right. That's true. But yeah, you, but this is you gotta keep your Wii if you don't have a GameCube. This is zero backwards compatibility. But you know what? Okay, so, and and because uh, PlayStation Sony really pissed me off with this with the PS3, right? When they right. did away with um, backwards compatibility in the hardware. Mm-hmm. In the US, you were just duck out of luck if you didn't still have your PS2. Yeah, but now, didn't the first PS3 have backwards compatibility? Yeah, it was hard. Because I was yeah. going to say mine does. That's why they were like $5 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm on like my fourth PS3. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, How do you, are you like wearing them out? What are you? Have you found a game to play on them? Because I haven't. <laughs> I see. I seriously do. I have a backwards compatible PS3 in perfect though. shape. I play JRPGs though. Ugh. Shut Awful. That is awful. Okay, but yeah, but still, I kept my my twenty gig, which is literally the the very first one that they put out. That is first edition PS3 that they put out that was backwards compatible, and I kept that sucker for six years. Well, I have I still have a hardware backwards compatible one. It just doesn't work. No, it works. It's oh, okay. Now, I, yeah, I still have it. I'm no. I'm just talking about in general, not just for not for me in general, but just in general, not for me, but just in general, is that like okay? So for people who didn't that didn't have or didn't buy it or couldn't afford it when they first came out, when they were ridiculously expensive, then they're screwed. I mean, they were what were yeah. they? Six hundred and fifty bucks. It yeah. Was yeah, they were. 50. Yeah, yeah. And that was with no games and one controller. Yeah, yeah. but it was totally and, worth it. And no, no. HDMI. Case. Remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You got nothing. And that was when, and that was when HDMI cables were like fifty bucks. I know. Exactly. So awful. That was before you could buy them on eBay for like ninety nine cents. Exactly. Yep. I remember so, going and spending fifty bucks on HDMI cables. Exactly. So yeah. by the time you bought the game, the console, a cable, a second controller, 
and a couple of games, you were out a thousand freaking bucks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, God, that's insane. But I mean, the the price tag of this next one would be better. Four hundred dollars is really not that much better. Yeah. It depends on the memory they're giving us. That's my big hook. If I'm getting like three hundred plus gigs, I might be okay with it. But that's a big might. Okay. And they probably won't. Let me just say, I don't think they will. Let me say this. At launch, $400 for an Xbox, I'll pay it. At launch, $400 for a PS4, suck it. I'm Fuck not paying. No. I mean, uh, because seriously, the only thing I play on my PS3 are JRPGs. Yeah. I com- I completely agree. There's no way I would And I don't play that, that many JRPGs. You know, I mean, they've got some 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 stuff coming out that that looks interesting, but they're gonna have to they're gonna have to have a console seller for me to buy it, right? And yeah. and they're already releasing like The Last of Us and um, the other Quantum Dreams game. What is it? Um, um, um... Oh my God! What are you thinking of? I can't even think of it. I don't know. The one with. Uh... The girl from Juno. About the goat. Oh. What the heck is that called? I know exactly what you're talking about. Quantic dream. <laughs> this is the age of information, people. Yeah, because they did heavy rain. God, what is what the hell is the game? The new one. I feel like you guys are making it up. Did you say the girl from Juno and the goat? The goat. No, and, man, and not ghosts. The goat. Oh, Ghosts. I, see. I see. Like, <laughs> like the goat. Beyond. Yes. H. Yes. Beyond Two Souls, right? That, okay, if it was, but that's coming out for the PS3. That would be a console seller yeah. for me because I really want to play that game. Yeah. So they're going to have to come out with some shit like that to make me buy that console. And but, Last of Us just got pushed to July. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're inching closer to their, you know, our predicted holiday season launch. I mean, you, you could pick up that game and still be playing it by the time the, the next generation comes out. Yep, and I won't care. So, yeah. I, I mean, because between, seriously, between Last of Us and Beyond Two Souls, and because I, because I play so much stuff on the 360, and because I got a Wii U and a kid that likes to play games now, and I'm playing games with her, so I'm playing more more games than I wouldn't traditionally play. Plus, like my handheld games, it'll take me forever to finish those two games on the on the PS3 because I'm going to be less likely to just kind of fire it up and go, oh, that's in there, I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I see you twiddling your thumbs while you're on sabbatical, though, and buying the system. There, listen. There's no way Sam's not going to buy that system. You <laughs> Sam, what every system, you know you're going to get it. Whatever. You might not get it the day it comes out, but you'll get it. Whatever. Hey, how long did it take you to get a Wii U? Okay, I admitted you I swore was up a- and no, down. No. I admitted I was going to get a Wii U. I said I'm not going to buy a Wii U at launch. I'm not going to buy one until after the holidays. I said that. Be- I did. I meant and I meant it because they had that weird weird launch window. And I wanted to see what was going to come out for it. Mm-hmm. And that was like your eighth story, though. For a while, you weren't going to buy it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I said I wasn't buying it at launch so I could get burned again. It's not a, It's not an insult. 
I'm just saying, you're probably going to buy it reasonably close to launch. We'll see. Mark this down, Nicole. Yeah. What's, re- what's reasonably close? I don't know. <laughs> Six months? Okay, it was, yeah. I mean, I. it's recorded. It's recorded. It's recorded. It's recorded. We'll see. We'll see. Oh my god. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but they're they're gonna have to they're gonna have to put. That's why I I don't I don't want the consoles to come out this year. I want them to wait. I want them to wait until holiday twenty fourteen. So email Sony and Microsoft this, and they'll change it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I'm Samantha motherfucking Blackman. Okay? <laughs> you will do what I say. You change your launch date, and I will play your system. Uh, if they wait to holiday twenty fourteen, I'll be totally and completely happy. That's the deal of the century right there. Because, I mean, seriously, think about it this way. Some of the best games these consoles have seen are coming out now. So, why would I run out and buy new consoles? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked for the new engine, though. I mean, the new engines that they've been showcasing. I don't care at all about the new engines. Oh, my God, I do. They were fantastic. I love, I love mechanics. Ugh. I mean, and I'll keep doing that. I just want a good game. But some of the best games that they put out for these for this generation are coming out now. You, I agree. You, I mean, I understand sometimes people want to go out on a high note, but that's also with that's also got people saying, "Well, I don't need a new I don't need a new console because look at what this one can still do." Yep. Yeah. Which it is crazy the things that we can still do from a system that's seven years old. Yeah, they they are really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if Which, there's good games, you can just wait till the games get super cheap and then play those for the next five years. Because <laughs> GameStop will continue to sell them. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like I said, I'll, the three six, there the Xbox. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm gonna probably get it at launch or pretty damn close. Yeah, right? same here. It's, yeah, it's hard for me to buy things at launch now when they launch at Christmas because I got a kid. Yeah. And I end up spending all my money on her. But but pretty close. Yeah. It'll be the month. It'll be, know, it'll be it'll be like the week you would be after it'll be after Christmas, right? It'll be in January. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. So we I'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see. All I'm saying. I just want to say that I don't know what anything in your indie game of the week says, it's, Alex. It's terrible. <laughs> I almost like don't want to mention it because I don't want to like, I don't know. I guess if for, for people who like these types of games, I can totally see why it would be sweet. Should I talk about it? Okay. Yeah. So my indie game of the week <laughs> is, um, hold on. I got to find it because I don't remember what it's called. Vertex Dispenser. Mm by Michael Brow. It's a real-time <laughs> strategy game. It's kind of stupid. Um, it was apparently called The Winner of the in- Indivisibility, not Indivisibility, but Indivisibility, uh, Rob Farron Filthy Phallus Award, which I looked up as many hyperlinks as I could get, and I never found a straight definition of it, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> Where did you find this game? Um, well, I was running... I was running a little low on money, so I didn't want to buy a indie game, and this one had a free demo, so I thought I would check it out. <laughs> was it on Steam or? Yeah, it was on Steam. 
So, so it, how did you find out it won this award then? Um, I was just like, oh, you know what I was doing? I was trying to find the uh, the developer online because all I could find was this Michael Brow guy, but apparently he is the developer. So, hmm. yeah, it's supposed to be like this mathematics game you remember those puzzles you used to play when you were a kid that like you tried to find you had like a weird shape and you had to try and find like one continuous line mm-hmm. yeah you know those it's kind of like that you have to like use this little triangle thing to make to like close off other triangles while other triangles shoot at you it's really i hate it but i understand <laughs> like some people have that same reaction to like bejeweled they think it's so stupid so someone who likes those sort of like puzzly, mathy, spatial reasoning, dumb games will like it. And that's, it's cool. Check it out then. But it's 10 bucks. Ugh, I don't know. It's not my type of thing. I usually support the indie games that I talk about on here, even if I don't dig them. But this one, totally not my style. Totally not my style. Though I see the merit in it. No, you don't. <laughs> Though I see the merit in it, nope. <laughs> Patty likes to say I'm very forgiving, so whatever that's. Well, there you go. There's your indie game of the week. <laughs> I'm not going to keep talking about it. That's all I'm going to say. There it is, indie game of the week. It won the filthy. Okay, so they were saying that it won the filthy Phallus award because of how horrible it looked when you squinted at it when you played. And I squinted the crap out of that game, and I didn't see anything dirty or phallus-like, so I don't know. It was just triangles. I'm disappointed. I, a little. A little. <laughs> you wanted to see something dirty? I guess. I mean, oh, it would have been fun. Anyway, no more. Period. Done. You know what else is interesting is your name is first on our list of issues or for the oh, issue. Oh, good. Well, I, I'm breaking from the uh, from what the actual. Okay, so our topic of the week this week, um, <gasps> Sam, it's your idea. Do you want to explain it? Okay. Well, you... in honor of Valentine's Day, uh-huh. yay, which is tomorrow. Um, Ooh, just kidding. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not no Valentine's Day either. Yeah, my dog is barking. My bad. Okay. Um, we thought we would do. Uh, our take on the top three romances uh, of all times in video games. So that's what we got for you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded so exciting. Well, that's why we chatted so much earlier. Um, so no, I, I'm excited I, because I'm excited for this. Um, I'll go first. So I never like the romance in store in games. It's super annoying to me. And I think it takes away from the killing that I want to do in the game. <laughs> and I have never met a romance line, a romance storyline that I liked. So screw that. So I answered this different. Um, I answered it in my top three favorite games that let me make my own romance. Um, so obviously the Sims bound to go wow, wow. Well, I remember yeah. being 16 or however old I was when, when the Sims first came out with their hot tub and you yeah, can get the hot make tub. Me feel old. And, oh my gosh. And get, get nasty in the hot tub. In I, the hot I, tub. I also remember when Sims went online and it was full of sexual predators, yep. um, which is, you know, a certain kind of Valentine's day thing. And, uh, <laughs> 
now and now you have the um you know what I take it back my favorite romance storyline is in uh Viva Piñata oh my god (laughs) (laughs) anyway so uh now the sims games you can like get married and have babies and you can be soulmates and you get extra bonuses for being monogamous and or extra bonuses for you know boosting yourself around town I don't know what (laughs) apparently I'm not boosting yourself around town (laughs) I'm sorry Um, oh my gosh so uh so the sims is my number one Uh, my number two was fable I had so many spouses in fable that worshipped me yeah fable is the greatest game to just spread your seed I know (laughs) oh my god well it was though. I had so many people that every time I walked by, they're like, "Here's a present. I love you." <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And I could like break hearts left and right. Oh Even my like, god. Even like the villagers. It was. Where awesome. you'd stand in a crowd of people and do your poses, and people yeah. would start swooning. <laughs> oh my god. No, I loved it. It was so dumb, but I loved it so. Much. <laughs> I spent way too much of the time on that game doing just that. Oh, I did too. So, oh wow um and i also liked me3 um i didn't play the first two mass effects so if you all want to talk about that you'll have to speak to that but the, I, I played the third uh-huh. one and i really liked how it had all of these romance options like of both sexes available to you you didn't have to pursue them but you could get into a pretty serious relationship mm-hmm. um with the different characters in there. And so I thought that was sort of fun. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, play that a whole lot, but I, I, I liked that option. And I know you went pretty crazy with that part, Sam, right? Hey, 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 don't make me sound like some weird person. And then I think you <laughs> murdered him actually. But anyway, I did, I did murder, did murder one of my love interests, but I didn't That's, mean to. I, I it was remember not that. my fault. I remember that. That was, that was, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I couldn't believe that happened. So those are those are my three favorites. Um, I took a little different take on the story, but or on the topic. But there you go. That's good. See, I, and I'm next on the list, I guess. Yes, so you I'll are. Go. Um, um, immediately when we started talking about this, I was like, you know what the greatest romance of all time is? Is Sims. Because you get to make whatever your dream person of that time is in the game, and you get to marry them. Come on. Yep. That's the greatest thing ever. I remember, okay, seriously, this is going to show show my age, because when I first started playing Sims, I remember Justin Timberlake was my biggest crush. So we're (laughs) talking about, like, 7th or 8th grade here. That's awesome. (laughs) And so my, my Sim character was totally banging Justin Timberlake. I mean, come on! This is the greatest thing ever. Uh, without a doubt, you could. And how old were you? Twelve. But that's the thing—you could play out all those things when you're an angsty teenager in a safe environment. I thought it was perfectly appropriate. Nope. Perfectly appropriate to go in a hot tub and your character suddenly disappears behind underneath the water. You don't know what's going on. At twelve. <laughs> or now, like the rose petals just fly up in the air. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. So, okay. So that was the first thing I thought of, but it's not on my list. It's sort of on my list. I had to add it somewhere, but okay. Um, 
So number one for me, and this is literally just because it's the first romance from games that I even really sticks out to me, more so even than Mario and Peach, which is kind of weird, but... That one annoys me, but anyway. Yeah, yeah it does. I mean, this one can too, though. This one, this is why I wrote, this is stereotypical and not even really that great of a relationship, but Link and Zelda. Like, yeah. it's just, it's there. You always think, well, whenever someone just says Zelda, like, you always think of the struggle of Link trying to find her, and I, I don't know. At I least think they named the game after her. Right. <laughs> hey, listen, we didn't interrupt you, or you haven't gone yet, so now we will. <laughs> So now we will. Um, so yeah, acknowledging the fact that this is not a good option, but it's it's one of those ones that stick out sticks out in my mind all the time. So I had to pick one stereotypical one. Yeah. Um, and then my second one is seriously, I I don't think you can get anything greater than the relationships that you can have with whatever your shepherd is and just whoever you pick. I mean, aside from the fact that you can also kill them, but. My femship and Caden, they were they were awesome. That was I was emotionally involved in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to be embarrassed. That is legitimate. That is legitimate. And I didn't kill him. I didn't kill Caden. Good. Hey. I, I talked down. I talked him down. He walked away. He trusted me. It was not my fault. And then we got to knock boots later too. So I'm well, see, that see that was the problem. When you went, if you went total renegade or total paragon, it just kind of took you there from like zero to 60, no matter what. So yeah. you know, it's like, I was going total, I was going total renegade and I was like, okay, so I'm just going to shoot her. I'm going to wing her, make her drop the gun and then we'll be all right. No, it's like I pulled <laughs> the trigger and it killed her. That was and not she's dead. Point. I remember the day after that happened, you were just... Just rot. I don't remember like, that too. I was not happy. Well, you That's murdered your lover. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be happy. Oh, no, you did not murder her. I did not murder her. In cold, In cold blood. blood. Straight up cold blood, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's my lover over there, the love of my life. I'll just wing her. Just wing her. Just I'll wing just her. wing her a little bit. <laughs> Here, let me shoot this gun at you. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh my god! At what point does your relationship come back from that? <laughs> hey, look. Oh god! It's the end of the universe. A lot of shit gets looked over. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. You're making excuses for killing the. Oh love my god. So if you had winged her, the end scene would have been like her in pain, like hobbling over to the bed with you. Let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the hospital. There's no hospital. Oh. Oh. Right. The world is ending. There's no time for the hospital. None. It'll be like Oregon Trail. She got she got whatever and died. Dysentery. Oh, Shepherd. Dysentery. It's about time to be hitting the old dusty trail. <laughs> I will not be taunted oh, by you people. God. Well, clearly you will and are. <laughs> oh, God. I would have, like, tears are swelling up in my eyes right now. Woo, okay. And then, this is third on my list, but really it should be number one, because I I cried over their relationship. But And that's just because I am a total fangirl for Gears of War. But Dom and Maria were like... 
I don't even know what it is. But the, the other thing about them is, is that they're, for one, their story is just so tragic. And the other thing is, is in the books, which I don't know if any of you have read, but they're, the books give them such a crazy backstory like just this really in-depth backstory where like they met when they were really young and then they had their first child together when I think she was 16 but then both of their kids were killed because of emergence day I mean their their story is just like so filled with tragedy and I I don't know but their connection was so strong and then just at the end of and I don't know if that's a spoiler alert or not okay the so end wait, of- wait 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 I gotta go here so okay. you want to talk about me because I said that if I should be able to wing a loved one at the end and when the universe is coming to an end, but you got statutory rape going on in your love story. It was consensual. It's was he over 16 or what? I don't remember. I think they're the same age. I really want to say they're the same age, but honestly, it's been so long since I read those that I don't remember because they met, they were in class together when they met. So they have to be the same age. I'm presenting it's still statutory this rape because the age of consent is often different for boys and girls. That is not true. It in is. The law. You can, no, it is. You can't be a 16 year old girl and a 16 year old boy and have sex and then and and the, get and the trouble boy, for statutory yes, rape. Yes, yes, you can. Oh, I totally, I'm totally calling your bluff on that one. No, so I okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove it to you, honest to God, you can because <laughs> the age of consent for girls is often different than it is for boys. Boys can consent at. Boys can consent usually at like 14 or 15 and girls cannot. In some states, girls can't consent until they're 18, honey. Well, you prove it. Welcome to the patriarchy. Are you kidding me? That'll be a link of note for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But either way, they're phenomenal. I love their relationship. It, and talk about a relationship that I was emotionally invested in that I really had no part in. Mm-hmm. so those are my three favorite romantic relationships of all time nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so I guess it's my turn okay so I had to choose my three favorites right my I'm gonna go in in, in order chronologically um, my number one romantic relationship um, takes place in The Longest Journey. And it's between Fiona and Mickey, who are the lesbians who own the boarding house that April Ryan lives in. And they're NPCs. So it's not even like, you know, you the, that you get to play these characters, but it's like the first lesbian um, love story that you get in a game. And it's a healthy relationship. <laughs> not, yeah, that's awesome. Just not the yeah, sexualized. Awesome. Because, you know, we've had, like, lesbians in, in other games before. Um, but, but they, they were, were lesbians for the sake of entertainment lesbians. Right. And here you had, you know, like, two middle-aged women um, who uh, were running a boarding house, right? They weren't running around in high heels uh, half naked um, with 16 tons of lipstick shooting at people and kissing guys on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my favorite kind of lesbian. That's your favorite. Yeah, that's everybody's <laughs> favorite kind of lesbian. Um, so 
Fiona and Mickey are one of my favorite romantic relationships of all time in a game. Why? Because that was kind of the first time that you see a healthy lesbian relationship in a video game. Um, and that's in The Longest Journey. Remember that game I told you you should play? That one, mm. yeah. That one. Um, <laughs> second, um, okay, okay, I'm going to go out of chronological order for a moment. Um, Femshep, my Femshep, and Liara. Because after I killed Ashley, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the love of I'm your life saying... <laughs> well bad, once she's me. dead it makes sense <laughs> that I you know look you got you gotta move on it's the end of the universe yeah uh, that's true my relationship with Liara she named a star after me that's I like Liara I know Liara is the best she's the best relationship to have on there yeah I mean, come on. It's like, you know, and then you have that kind of transcendent moment at the end where you're in this kind of ethereal space and, you know, mm-hmm. where where you're like, where, you know, you're getting ready to go into final battle and she names a star after you? Come on. It doesn't get any better than that. It's adorable. I'd give it up. Yep. <laughs> Straight up. So if you have not had a relationship with Liara in Mass Effect 3, then you need to go ahead and have a relationship with Liara in Mass Effect 3. And you can't cheat on her, because then she'll break up with you. Yeah, yeah, no cheating. Just kill your previous lover. Screw that up. That's (laughs) right, just murder him. (laughs) Look, Ashley didn't name a star after me, so she had to go. I bet you didn't wing Liara. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Uh That's just fantastic. Indeed. And my other favorite romantic relationships for very different reasons than the, than than the twelve year old over here who wanted to bone Justin Bieber or <laughs> the hell it was. Oh, sorry, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be statutory rape. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Yeah, Justin Timberlake was at least eight years older than me. That's not bad. Come on. <laughs> I always like romantic relationships in The Sims because I'm just evil in The Sims. I, everything evil that I ever want to do happens in The Sims. I know. We learned that last podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's the best thing about relationships in, in The Sims is breaking up other people's relationships. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though. <laughs> it's stuff you don't want to do in real life, but you kind of want to see how it feels a little bit. So you go, yeah, yeah. You go to somebody's house and you flirt with them, like, furiously until until um until you can like start cheating with them and then get them fighting with their spouse. Yep. And then you can move in and then you can kill their spouse and take their house. Yes you can. Yeah. Yes you can. That's always a fun you know, and since you can't drown them in the pool anymore, you can do stuff like, you know, put them in a room with a kitchen with no cooking skill and take all the doors out. <laughs> <laughs> and until they cook themselves and set the house on fire, set them on fire. <laughs> oh my gosh! I used to put Sims in little boxes with no doors or windows and see how long they would live in there. That's really like the messy. like they'll fall asleep standing up and then they pee in the same spot. <laughs> if we have a psychologist that listens to the show, please call in next week. <laughs> oh my gosh! We Send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> Don't 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 psychoanalyze me. I know I'm crazy. 
I, I don't need it. <laughs> that, is, uh, that should be the name of our podcast this week. Don't psychoanalyze me. Don't psychoanalyze me. Why I shot my lover. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I only meant the winger. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I just meant the winger. Yeah, that should be the title. Yeah, I only meant a winger. <laughs> that's Greatest true. That would be better. Of all time. There it is. That's the title. We are efficient tonight. I only meant the winger? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Good stuff. Oh. So, yeah, those were my favorite romantic relationships. That's fun. That was a fun little topic. Yeah. It was. Do something in honor of Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because my dog is my Valentine this this time around, so Aww. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's adorable. Adorable. <laughs> I just I just want a steak. That's all I want, or some beef and, jerky. Or some yeah, beef you roll. deserve a steak or beef jerky. Those are one and the same. I know, right? Funny. Right. All right. We got any deals? We do have a couple of deals. Deals for broke ass gamers. There's a couple things on Steam. Um, Alex's favorite romantic game, Fable 3, is 75% off. Oh, check it out if you haven't played that yet. It's really, really fun, and it doesn't take too long to finish it. And yeah. it's, uh, yeah, for low, low price of $12.49. That's totally worth it. Yeah, you can also is. get, uh, the platformer, which is a lot of fun, Awesome Knots. Um, I actually have that one, and I played that one. It's a lot of fun. Is it good? I haven't played it. It's fun. You should check it out. And it is 66% off for the low, low price of $3.39. That is right up my alley. Yeah, you should check that out. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of platformers, the other, the daily deal that will actually be running until midday tomorrow is Gianna's Sisters, um, which is a platformer that I got used to on, on iOS, um, but Twisted Dreams is 66% off on Steam and is available for $5.09. Nice. These are good prices. These yeah. are really good prices. Um, Especially considering the fact that, like, and, well, we're two weeks out from, like, the next two two to three weeks out, depending on which week you're looking at, Um, the next slew of releases of AAA titles. Mm-hmm. So there's not a whole lot of stuff on sale. Everybody's just pushing... um. It's just pushing pre-orders right now. Yep. Yeah. Um, you're not getting any. You're not getting any good deals right now on games. You're just waiting patiently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was debating. I was in GameStop today. I, I said I wasn't going back to GameStop, but I did. Also, Sam was right. me and you and Patty were were working or something. You're like, oh, I gotta go run some errands. And then it was like ten minutes later, Sam has checked in at GameStop. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> you said you had to go get some groceries. <laughs> but I'd stop at GameStop first. Sure. <laughs> um, actually, I stopped at GameStop because I went to get coffee and then I stopped at GameStop. And uh, so GameStop, yeah. Um, they don't have. They weren't taking pre-orders for the uh, collector's edition of Tomb Raider. So if I want the collector's edition, I'm going to have to buy it online and wait for it. That sucks. I'm That's sorry. Okay. Makes me very sad. Their, their audience out there, they probably sold out of those real quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, Don't yeah. Take me with your logic and your facts. <laughs> I know. What's with the logic and facts, man? So I'll be getting probably getting it from Amazon if I get the collector's edition. Uh, <clears throat> and then I'll have to wait until I get home from work instead of being able to pick it up at midnight, like I would anyway. I don't do that anymore. I'm old and got a kid and can't justify getting up in the middle of the night to drive out. But you can ask your graduate students to. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my graduate students wouldn't bring it straight to me. <laughs> also, I'm not staying up. Screw that. Um, so, yeah, there's not a whole lot out there. Just wait for pre get your pre-orders in because you got good games coming up in like two weeks. Oh, man. Yep. Very good not to be missed. Not yeah, to. yeah. That's all I got. Sweet. Good Sweet. show. So, as always, thank you for joining us for our 51st episode. The special Valentine's Day Don't Psychoanalyze Me slash I Only Meant to Winger episode. And you can uh, email us at mymgamer at gmail.com if you want to send us questions, comments, uh, voicemails, video mails, whatever you want to send us. You can follow us on Facebook, Not Your Mama's Gamer. You can follow us on Twitter at, at NYMGamer. Um, and as always, you can go check out our website where there is lots of interesting uh, conversation going on, very pithy posts uh, at NYMGamer.com. Um, it's a great place to be. Come in, leave comments. You can... Um, well, you're already getting us somehow if you're listening to this podcast. But if you haven't, if you're not subscribed, you can subscribe via iTunes um, and get us downloaded automatically as soon as we update. So you never miss an episode. And if you are if you are listening to us and are uh, subscribed to us on iTunes, and even if you're not, go to iTunes, click the little review button, say some great things about us or some not so great things. Leave Only us- say great things. Only say great things. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Leave, leave us ratings and reviews. We're anxious to hear what you got to say one way or the other. At least I am. Alex Lane may not be. Yeah, bring on the criticism. No. <laughs> Just kidding. The whole show's great, except for that Alex Lane. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, until... Next time, folks, when you join us for episode 52, hopefully. <clears throat> stay warm, stay healthy, happy Valentine's Day, and as always, game on. Game on. Bye.